When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right, we back at it, Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head up in here, man. West Coast. Yes, we are back at it. Yo, shot, man. Look, don't be directing me to do shit. God damn it. Thank you, Lupe. Uh, we got behind-the-scenes shit going on. I can't even close the motherfucking window. Okay. There we go. That's some real homegrown shit going on right now. Uh, yeah. Shouts out to the whole Homegrown Radio Network. Rocking with us all day, every day, man. Make sure you check out homegrownradio.net. All the exclusive content and all the exclusive shows that we got on there. So, Yay, one shows. time for all the homies, man. Um, especially. Especially what? Especially shout out to all the other shows except ours. Yeah, well, yeah, got to. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Um, we we actually this is gonna be kind of weird because we've record, we, we've actually been putting out a lot of shit. Um, I don't know when people are gonna hear certain shows. We're just gonna let you know we're recording certain shit. Sometimes we go live, sometimes we don't. So we're but, recording this on Thursday, April twelfth. Right. A couple of days ago, we talked to the homie Glasses Malone. Oh shit! And and at the end of that show, whenever that comes out, it's gonna sound old as fuck. But whenever that show comes out. We were it was like literally breaking news at that point in time when the homie punch from TDE yeah uh, pretty much tweeted out said Cardi B is Tupac yeah and he uh, followed followed up saying I said what I said yeah um so now he's provided a little context to that first of all what do you think about that first and foremost I think I don't I don't subscribe to none of that bullshit I think anytime anybody say anything about Tupac nowadays it's just clickbait mm. I'm just like all right for sure that's what's up it's People whatever be like or my cousin Tupac I'm gonna be like all right for, for sure. sure. Right. I'm not tripping. I don't want nothing to do with none of that shit. Well, he did provide a little context on um on uh DJ uh, djbooth.net and it basically I'm going to just wrap it all up just basically saying the cadence, the 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 attention and and everything that she's got going on right now. Obviously, he's not saying that she is Tupac like she's reminiscent of him like that, but just like certain things about the energy that she has um is is a, a surrounding around Tupac, but it's funny because everybody was up in arms about it. My thing is this: you can have an opinion about it, and that's cool, but at least do your research. Like a lot of people was like on his head, like, "Oh, who the fuck are you to say this, that, and the third? I'm like, "Bro, it's, they wasn't trying to pull up. They wasn't trying to pull up at all. <laughs> they wasn't about that. Action. They wasn't gonna pull up though. They wasn't about that action at all. So if you go ahead and check out that interview or check out. His his own words, what he said, it's on the djbooth.net. He provides his own context. I actually tweeted it from the homegrown account, and there was a lot of people on our heads about it too. And I'm like, bro, did you did you look at the djbooth.net? Uh, um, his own words, and a lot of people said no. So check it out, see what he meant. And I, I think overall, it's it's a great thing to just have a conversation in hip hop, man. I mean, whether you have your thoughts or not, I was like the biggest Tupac stand fan back mm-hmm, in the day, mm-hmm. and even you know to this day, I I got a lot of love for Pac, but I had to learn how to take my emotions away from that shit it's like all right everybody's gonna have their opinions and it's been we're so like 23 years right since Mm -hmm. Pac died and I understand people aren't gonna feel the same way about him the way I did when I was growing up like well I don't feel the same way of course I don't feel the same way just because it's you know time it's for me it's but were you at the time like when Pac was alive and he just had died were you a Pac fan like I wasn't a stand like that okay yeah I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about wow because I'm talking about pre-death row Tupac right 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 of course the 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 prolific pharaohs and all the shit that Nas be on that Pac was on right that Baltimore shit, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I didn't know about no Brenda's or no babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, but, for, but but at the height, the height of all the shit going down, because a lot of people were like that. So at the height of that shit going down, like Death Row, he died. At what point did you become a fan? All eyes on me. Okay, so which is right before he died. Right before he died. So at at that point. Did you ever have those stand moments? Like, nah. You, okay, you I wasn't really. You just tri- didn't give a fuck. Like I didn't that. really. I didn't give a fuck about a lot of shit. Okay. Like I didn't give a fuck about Honestly I'm gonna tell you the truth And I'm gonna say this on camera I was a bad boy fan 
You're right. You were a Mace fan. I was a Mace fan You're until right. he started doing all that fuck shit with Fifty Cent, and then we got into it on Twitter. And you know what I'm saying? You know what you said. You know what I said. No, well, so, I, we don't know. Well, it just Re- me. Well, it's over you, now. Can, can you retell the story? Well, I got into it with Mace on Twitter. How the fuck you get into it? With and Mace this on is Twitter? after the pastor shit because he was on some shit like. I really believed in Mace, dog. Uh-huh. I was a really ma- real Mace fan, and he was rapping and shit, and he left rap to become a minister, okay. and then I read his book. Now, I'm not into books. I didn't I, know he I, had a book. He had a book called Minister, I mean, called uh, uh, From the Line to the Light. Really? I didn't he, know that. He had a, listen, I read his book, and you know, you know, I just we got just, into this whole intellectual. We talked about you, you don't read. A I don't read books. Back. I right. won't read Curtis King's book. If you put out a book tomorrow on my homegrown radio, I wouldn't read that shit. So I read Mace's book, and... Cover to cover. Revelations. There's a light after the line. Yeah. And I read his book and I really believed and I, I really stood up for him because he was like, man, I'm leaving rap. Yeah. And I read and I, his story was basically he started getting all these signs from God. Right. And I was really into that. I'm like, man, I really respect this man right. for leaving hip hop and going to and going to get into some um and some ministry. Uh-huh. So once he left rap, I'm like, I'm sticking up for him, man. He made the right move. Then when he tried to come back as Murder Mace again yeah, yeah, with, with G Unit, right. he put out a mixtape called Minister to Sinister. Oh, and it, man, you should have heard that shit. It's a song he put out over the mic check one two one two B, the uh, Jewel Santana. Yeah, and he talking about fucking bitches in the back of the church. Getting, nah, he talking about getting head in the baptism pool. I didn't know that for real. I was like, man, what the fuck? Oh, you I, serious? I was trying to donate money to his ministry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God, so damn. go ahead, bro. Have a seat. No, no, right here. You on the stool. Oh good. my yep, that's god It's all good um, So anyway That's why my whole shit With Mace I was on some shit like I can't believe this shit So I'm like man So my homegirl Was working with Dipset At the time She's like I can get you an interview mm-hmm. Then he start Subtweeting And talking shit after, Like while I was on the phone Right 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 And then so I start Talking shit on Twitter too So that's like, how- I got a Twitter Just like you got a Twitter my So if, if somebody reach your, Researches the history Like cause you don't You don't delete your tweets Right I don't del- No it's a lot of bullshit In my tweets So if we go I don't back want, Listen let me look If we my go back got that camera. I don't want nobody going back in time looking at my tweets I used to do all kind of reckless shit that's all I'm gonna say I, I really want I somebody dropped to all kind of F bombs B bombs well I mean that's oh. that's 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 fine I mean no no I'm talking about the, the real ones oh oh you said, yeah, you said, yeah. You said F and I dropped all Ooh. kind of shit on you, there. Yeah, you better go back and delete I'm that shit I'm not gonna go delete that shit it is what it is I mean, it's back. a growing experience West Coast wow. so that's how you and Mace got into it yeah so wow. anyway well okay first of all I'm sorry you had to walk into the bullshit yeah. man. look <laughs> yeah. we, we, we've been doing this the last couple weeks everybody walks into the, the, the bullshit of what's going down man we got the homie up in the house Sire the kid What's going on big dog on, Did he say your name right Sire Yeah there I said it go. right ah, Sire, I, I got it right hey, I was for sure Gonna fuck that up <laughs> I was for sure Gonna fuck your name Who, who how, how do they use, how, people, how do people Fuck up your name How do they say it uh, What's the worst That you heard like Bruh come on My shit ain't spelled Sorry Sorry the kid Siri 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 what time is the game starting? Tomato, tomato, bro. I ain't tripping. At what point did you stop correcting people? Uh, or do you do you still do you, do you still correct people? I mean, or it's like whatever. I don't, I don't do it. Like I don't get mad about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like people still don't say Janae Aiko. Right. Hey, hey, right. Aiko's a hard ass fucking name. As long as you don't call me out my name, I ain't tripping, bro. Now yeah, are, bro, we were talking about Mace. Did you know Mace had a book? Nah. Why would he know that? I'm just. I'm. Look, <laughs> look. Let me just I ain't say. I've really been on the Mace since like the '90s. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. I haven't been. After don't the, worry about Mace. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. See. Okay. Fuck so now we, yeah. we ain't talking. About That's that. a whole conversation. Okay. Look. So anyway, man, you in LA? What's going on with you, big dog? What, what's working, happening? Man. Working, working hard. Work, working on certain shit. Came. I, I come out here like once a month now. Though. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Now, when you come out here once a month. Yeah. Wait. Are you in a relationship? Nah, I'm single. Okay. So when you come out here once a month. Yeah. You. Do you make that phone call like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm here. The so airport. Just, just to, just to a girl or you to know, females. You got. I, be, I come out here to work, bro. So it ain't let like you don't. I, you don't I got be, that one. I go be, to- I be around girls. <laughs> I be around. I don't girls. like hanging with niggas like that. I feel you. Me either. You know what I'm saying? Fuck so it. Like, I like the feminine energy. Right. Like yeah, the, yeah. Just I the, got like I'm in a two seater right now, so it's like I only got. Yeah. Like I don't really ride my niggas like that no more. I don't do that shit no more. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So. So now this is what I I want to say this because um I saw your I saw your freestyle on um what on Sway. Oh okay, no doubt. And it was a couple of things and I'm like, "Oh shit, cuz I I'm I'm listening, I'm watching. I'm going to be perfectly honest with yeah. you. I'm the, I'm the honest guy." Yeah, okay. So I'm like I'm watching I'm like, "Don't make it sound like I lie and shit. What the fuck?" Well, you you I don't he's lie. Nigga, nice. I don't lie. What are you talking about? He's nice. Oh, okay, okay. I, okay, I, I, see, I see what you mean. See. He's he'll find something Bruh. positive to say. So you saying you're the aggressive, he more passive aggressive. 
Yes. Instead of like yeah, he make, fake. Instead of don't say fake, like man. Nah, nigga. Come yeah, on, he, man. He avoid confrontation a little bit. Nah. Not necessarily. That's nah, what I'm saying. Nah, he, he's oh, throwing he's shit out there. He's trying to play. Yeah, he's trying to play me right now. But I understand what you're trying to go. All right, so no, I was watching the uh, the freestyle, and you yeah. dropped a couple of gems in there, and I was yeah. like, oh shit! And then I, I I ain't gonna lie to you, when we um I forgot who hit us up about um about having you come through and talk to us, but yeah. when they hit us up, I was like, I don't know. Then I watched the freestyle. I'm like, yeah. yep. I sit yeah, in the, I, I sit in the group chat. I was like, yep, yeah, bring him it. up. Let's yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm just because I think that there's a resurgence of MCing, yeah. like the homie Nick Grant. Mm -hmm. There's a couple That's other people. Bro. Right, there's a couple other people that I know is really exercising their lyrical ability, yeah, and I just want to tell you to your face, I really appreciate that. Appreciate it, bro. Love. You know what I'm saying? Love. And that, that that's coming from somebody that really don't like none of that shit. I don't and like. I, no think, I think that's what his point was. He don't I don't like nobody's shit. I, I mean, that's why I go back to it. Like I was born in the Bronx, even though I was raised in Atlanta. Right. So it's like, but all the like MCs out of Atlanta, they all my niggas. Ain't not one, not like the new age niggas, mm -hmm. not like the old heads and shit. But like me, you know, Saha, JID, yeah. Nick Grant, uh, Scotty yeah. ATL, Trans. Lee, Quentin Miller. JID oh. really surprised me too. Like, and, and I've been fucking with Jid like, yeah. way before. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when my booking manager had him at, um, she did one of his, he was at one of her mixes. Like, mm -hmm. back when nobody really knew him, the first time I heard him, I, I, told, I told him, um, he was on my, I did a mixtape called The Ultrasound too, long time ago. Yeah. He was just like, you know, I appreciate it. Now look where he at. Because I, I could tell back then he could already perform. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that essence of just being able to um, rap. Like that, like you know, Sway damn they had to tap my knee because I was not. Oh, stop. for real? Hey, in my like nigga. six minutes. You know what I'm <laughs> like saying? So oh, like, you gonna keep going? Yeah. Why not? I mean, that, why not? some stuff like that. That's an opportunity. It's like you want to mess that up. It's a see, niggas don't really know, but it's like coming from the Bronx where hip hop started. It's like mm. when the mic is in front of you, it's yours. And you gotta take it from me for me to like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I always keep that type of attitude. Like I ain't like I never really practiced doing sixteens when I was a kid. I was like we was rapping to the beat went off, or we used to freestyle to the next nigga come in and cut you off. Yeah. So I'm just trained to do that. You know what I'm saying? And you know when you go on sway, he kind of ex expects you to do that, and so he tried to catch me out the blue and shit, but it didn't work. Yeah. Like, like, no, low key. <laughs> when I was watching, I was like, yeah, he he wasn't. I thought you wasn't ready, and then he was like, yeah, right. and then you, once you was going, I'm like, oh, and I hit the group it. chat. Like, yep, let's bring him in. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. But damn, now I, that's that's just kind of wild because like you you saying like that that resurgence resurgence is coming back now. Do you do you understand what like you mean coming back? No, I don't want to say it left, oh, but the popularity yeah. of the popularity, of, the popularity uh, of, of of people of the art form of, of rhyming and emceeing and, and being because it's always had that balance. You've always had the shit that that's you know simple and just out there, you know that's poppy so to speak, and then you have. You you have real MCing and it's always been a balance of a back and forth and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I always wonder why that is. Like, why what? why why does it have that ups ups and down? Um, keeping a thousand with you, bro. Like, it doesn't because. Or is it just subjective? Well, nah. It just depends on who's in charge of the game at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's like majority rules. Yeah. So so when when something when those guys had it, uh -huh. it was cool. But then when they didn't have it, it like when, cool. when the simple guys find a way to run in there, because what's happening now is um, the radio and the labels, they don't control anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. The people do. Yeah. So it's like radio ain't control. Like the people are playing what they want to play. Right. They go in their car, they stream what they want to stream. They find what they want to find. You know what I'm yeah. So it's like, and then once that starts to win, then you get like the people who had it back then, mm -hmm. they put it out there to their crowd and it just trends mm -hmm. for a little bit. Got you. But that's not, really what, that's not really what it is. It's always been... There's never been a, a time in the game where nobody was emceeing. Right, right. It's never happened. Right. No, I agree with that. You know that. what I'm saying? And yeah. then it's like, it's like I, I, my first, I started hip hop because of the Wu Tang Clan. My mm. brother was a diehard fan, so I became a fan of RZA. And it's like, my nigga, don't act like Old Dirty Bastard was the was most it? lyrical. And I right, love, right, right, right. right like ODB true. was like to me, he was just a star. Right. But don't sit here and act like ODB didn't have verses where he was just bullshit. Right, bro. I still was so it's like. I, that's what happens. It's like Nas when he went and said hip hop was dead. Yeah, you know, and he has the power to do it. Right. I mean, and he and he has the right. You of know, course. if you want to throw that shit out there, then. But to me, me being born in New York, raised in Atlanta, coming to L.A. once a month, mm. I don't want to hear none of that shit because I've adapted to every culture and I love that shit. I've been to fucking London. Yeah, you feel me? So it's like every culture is different, and then when you have the power and the voice, you can make shit trend with your fan base. Mm. But just like Wayne, when he was going through his shit, he threw out free seats, right, whatever. Right, right, right. And a certain crowd says it, mm -hmm. and it makes you run with it. So, um, I never really believed that. I've I've always found 
artists that can do it. Mm. You know, whether they're new or older, like they they be out there. And right. then you got your simple. It always be simple yeah, yeah. like that. Right, right. So, um, but you know, the game just repeats itself in different ways. You know, what I'm saying like it ain't always been how Drake is owning it. Um, mm. he not the first nigga to be able to do a hard song and then a girl song like LL started. Right, shit. right. You know, what I'm saying so. If, if niggas really know how LL Cool J was the nigga that could do a street shit, oh, right, bro, and, very true. And then like, and but, then peel out his shirt and yeah. So it like is. you know, um. I'm just a huge fan of the game, and I, people don't understand that hip hop is more so a culture. If you look back to like where the definition of hip hop really mm-hmm. means, it just don't mean bars, right? Absolutely, this shit is like hip hop culture, art. Like mm-hmm. it's so much more deeper than that. Now, when, when you know did you I mean? when did you learn that? Was that something growing up that you like? You said you had an old, older brother that was into Wu Tang. Yeah. Did you learn that early on? Or was that I mean, something after later, you got a into a little it? later? As because you know, I was a young wild ass nigga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't give a <laughs> he fuck. He said, about "Wow, it. like how yeah. wild?" I mean, I, I don't care about nothing. Like I didn't care about nothing. Like. I had a problem with authority. Yeah. I fucking spoke before I think. I still do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but that was my curse as a kid. Like, you know, teachers used to tell me, you know, you need to think before you, but then that be, that's how I be, learned how to freestyle. Mm-hmm. Because the gift of freestyling is having the confidence to believe what you're going to say before you think about it. Mm-hmm. That's why people struggle to freestyle because it's niggas, niggas who really overthink shit. They, they couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so busy trying to figure out what to say correctly. But mm-hmm. when you're freestyling, you're just throwing it out there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but all of, all of my curses turned the gifts as I embraced them getting older so I mean but now like I looked up like all of the shit like once I figured out who created hip hop like mm-hmm. uh, African Bombada right right and um one of my mentors um you know Sway is one of my mentors mm-hmm. now a Bumpy Knuckles Freddie Fox oh, from the 90s wow he took me to he did a uh, there was like this thing in New York that they did where they gave out awards to all the old school niggas and wow. I saw like uh, I think Big Daddy Kane was there or Coogee Rep um uh, Fox, Kid and Play, all these niggas, all these old wow, head niggas in the building. Wow, man, Rock paying Kid. homage, yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I got to really dig a little deeper around that time. And uh, it just made me like, and I appreciate it, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because when I started listening to rap, like, I was, right when I became, a, before, besides Wu-Tang on my own, like, DMX was like, the nigga. The guy, yeah. yeah. He was like, right then and there, yeah. like, right. locks, right. cannabis. Um, Very aggressive um, music, yeah. like, yeah. Um, um, Eminem, mm-hmm. Big Pun, you know what I'm saying, Pac, like, I was Snoop Like I was like That was my era Like when hip hop Really grabbed me Besides mm-hmm. Wu-Tang Clan Yeah yeah Now you I'm glad you brought up The freestyling thing Because I saw that Something that said You don't write You yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. You just kind of freestyled And yeah, what's yeah. interesting About that is Speaking of the other rappers You were talking about Is yeah. I actually Was around I, I was An artist I used to work with Well I still work with One of my homies yeah. He was signed to Cash Money Previous his name of Glasses Malone Oh and so, okay, okay okay Yeah G Malone So okay. we were on tour I actually was on The Carter 3 tour Okay And being that that experience kind of changed my life for the second time. Mm. Being around somebody like Wayne, Wayne, yeah. Wayne doesn't write. He yeah. literally just be in the studio, and yeah. I actually saw him do it one time yeah. Yeah. and come up with a hit record. Like yeah. he'll just be in, a, and, yeah. and is that kind of like your formula? Yeah. And did you yeah. did you already have that going it's, into it's the Cash Money of, it's situation? It's a couple of artists that work the way that I do by accident, though. Like Wayne, um, who I've been in the lab with niggas like. Uh, I don't record it with everybody. Like everybody know, like I finished my verse first. Like how I, um, Quentin Miller. Wow. Quentin Miller. Quentin hard. is like the only nigga I really been in the lab with that can kind of go as fast as I go, but not be rushing and come mm. up with some wild shit. Work at your pace. Yo, we be on some wild shit in the studio. Like that should be scary. You know Y'all got saying? some stuff that we ain't heard yet. Yeah, we supposed we supposed to drop a tape, but it's just the. You time. got something on you right now? Uh, <laughs> like you got the got, Yeah, yeah, you got the hard drive. I you? might, I might have like a couple things. I right, would we'll do that out. We'll yeah. yeah, yeah, but Quentin is one of them. K Camp. Nice, yeah. K Camp is so underrated. He another nigga. He another. Oh, Quavo. The first time I met Quavo a long time ago, DJ Ray G was their DJ when they first was trying to put him on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they was at their mama house or whatever in Gwinnett, but I knew Quavo was going to be a star because me and Camp already record. We record ourselves real, real fast. We do our melody, then we fill the words, and we do the same pattern. And so uh, we pull up on Amigos and shit, cool-ass niggas, young niggas, and um, they had like a curtain like as the booth. And as as we there, like we got to see what we about to do, and then Quavo is on the Pro Tools, and like oh but, engineering but, the session. But if you hear him, you think like you know you thinking this wild you know trap nigga, but when you see it, it's like damn this nigga recording his, and then when his verse came up, he pressed three and went in the there. fucking booth. Wow, himself. 
and and I and I was like, if you look at him now, you understand why he's like the nigga who always comes up with the hooks and everything mm. for them. So, um, that type of work ethic and that skill, and and, I, and he's not like a Nas or nothing, but you can. To me, that's the same type of skill because cadence comes before bars anyway. Yeah. If you really want to make a good record, so um, niggas like that, I'm always gonna respect. You know what I'm saying? From from the like you know the um, Nick Grant all the way to the Quavos. Like to me, I consider the skill the same, but not necessarily just bars. Because of course, you know Nick is one of them. Like bro, you know, I just talked to Nick on the way yeah. over here, and yeah. the thing is, what I like about I'm mean, I, like again going back to the popularity of the bars and stuff like yeah. that. I think like you, I, I agree with you. What you said, yeah. it depends on who's on top, who's in charge, and whatnot. But I do think that it's underserved. It's an yeah. underserved platform to yeah. to actually be a, a, somebody who play with words and somebody who can really and freestyle. Freestyling is something that's not respected yeah. as it as it once was. It yeah. kind of transitioned into battle rap yeah. for a little while and manifested yeah. in that realm. But yeah. then still, it's not at the forefront. And I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you have you have your platforms that do it. You know what I'm saying? Like the Cipher Effect is a team backpack. I mean, you have your places that that do have that audience. I I, I yeah. definitely understand that. Yeah. Now, for you, as far as your journey though, you said you. From the Bronx, you yeah. moved to, to Atlanta. At what point did you do that in, in, in your life? And then how- I was a kid moving oh, today. Okay. Yeah, I ain't had no control. So you just you was shipped out. There. Yeah, my um, one of my I, my mom, my parents just wanted to get out of New York. Like we was in the heart of New York, mm-hmm. not Times Square, not where wow. the tourists go. Right, we was right, in the Bronx. Right. We be having the same. I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off. But we had the same shit about here. People By like LA. come to LA and they think it's Hollywood. LA. It's like nah, it's yeah, LA nah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, so I'm see, glad you said yeah. that. Well, man. I mean, but you got to kind of be from the hood to understand that. Exactly. Just like coming to Atlanta, like people always want to come and go to the strip club mm-hmm. and then. But that's that's the, the turn up scene. That right. ain't really Atlanta, right? Like that. But that's anywhere. Like that's any place where you you try to go. Like people go to New York and they want to go straight to Times Square, right? Yeah, right. Which is cool. You know, mm-hmm. you go you go out there and it's all bright and shit. But that ain't that ain't where <laughs> it's, it's at though. Right that ain't shit. that ain't New because New Yorkers don't go to Times right, Square. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? So, but at what point did you get discovered? Like in in terms of the whole rap shit, was I mean, it in I Atlanta like, or was it was it? In I had New York? stages. So as a as an artist. Um, I, it was so many stickers. At first, I wasn't an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like I started producing first. Oh, okay. Um, I started. I always could rap though. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But um, I started producing, and I was um. So this was at a time when I don't know if you remember. All the way turned up with Roscoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All, all the so way. I recorded that song. Word, word. So when they had the whole argument about. Um, tra- him and Travis Porter was beefing. Oh. That's because I accidentally gave the session to CEO Charlie. Oh shit! So that's what happened, and then they were both arguing about the same thing. So I had a studio in Marietta where I, I used to fuck with Slim Duncan. Uh-huh. Rest in peace was wow. with my bro Waka. Like we all go way, way fucking back. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then I went into a turn of I didn't after Slim Duncan died, mm-hmm. and Camp K Camp started to emerge because we went to the same high school. Okay, and Camp went to the same high school on the mm-hmm. north side. His mama lived one light up from my mama. Wow. Yeah. So, um, after that. I became a solo artist and then I just started building my fan base on like the internet kind of strong mm-hmm. but I was one of the first artists to pull away from the mixtape sites mm-hmm. and focus on the streaming because I seen that shit early early on huh? you know what I'm saying yeah I, fo- I focused on it early and so at what, what point did you say hey alright this is this is different like because I mean well, a lot I'm of people been, may have I'm seen a, it I'm but a businessman gotcha. so it like at that time, I had already started a business. Mm-hmm. I've been self-employed since the sixth grade. You know, Get so the I've been fuck hustling for a long time. So, um, I'm always looking at it like, damn, these niggas. Every time we link it, because for a while, like live mixtapes, mm-hmm. a lot of us had met the, the dudes who exactly. owned it. You know, but they did a lot. Like they back when uh, Travis Porter and them mm-hmm. was lit. You know, live mixtapes. Like them niggas was helping that site get real big. And once I met them, and I, I mean, you meet some of the guys who own these mixtapes. Like, damn, y'all niggas got nice cars, so y'all getting money some way. But, but no artist. Wait, hold up. Time out. Quick question. Sorry. You said you've been self employed since sixth grade. Sixth yeah, grade. Sixth so grade. have you ever had a regular job? Yeah, I had you. I did everything. I didn't did I used to do anything for money, bro, besides sell drugs and, and like scam. So you you didn't have to go that route. You found yeah, nah, a, I never the legit robbed, way. I never sold drugs, I never scammed, but anything else, I was with it. Yeah. What was your first job? My first job I think when I was in high school, my besides working for myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, my first like a like real job, yeah, like, like clock in nine to five. Clock type in, shit, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> I was at McDonald's. I got caught stealing stealing apple juice. I thought you, so said you was you know stealing. My nigga. Hold up, <laughs> Tomas Sweeney got that. You just said you wasn't scheming. 
No, no, no. I stole apple juice. I was young though. I mean, oh, okay. I, I, there was a time when you had to put the shit from the into the back door from the truck, and I took put, I put a whole bunch of them little Mott's juices in my. That shit's fire though. Yeah, I got. Fire. So you steal apple juice from McDonald's? You stole apple juice from McDonald's? I was, a kid, and then, I was like 16, 15, 16. But you you were, you said you were self employed since sixth grade. So what were yeah, you what yeah. were you doing? Like, what was the first <laughs> thing that you did to start start so, getting money? <laughs> so niggas that know me Like on the north side In Atlanta Like that went to school with me I used to sell snacks Dope. And then I started selling Juices that I made So mm. um, th- That was one of the big things For me Cause my mom Used to go shopping At like Sam's And all the big so shit so, so something hit me Cause my, my parents really You know They was always They did what they could But there wasn't nothing like You know You know If I wanted to go if I wanted to do music, they couldn't buy me a studio. They mm-hmm. just didn't have it. Like you know what I mean. So, um, I think what it, it was just it used to be this. Long story short, it used to be this honey bun in a vending machine that was seventy five cents with this with a vanilla icing on. Yep. Like if you bought that shit, like as soon as you open it in class, three niggas want a piece. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in Sam's shopping with my mom one day, and I'm noticing like. You can get like 50 of them shits for $5. And I'm just doing the math. I'm like, wait, like, wait a, a minute. minute. Yeah, carry the one. I'm like, these niggas flipping on me. Yeah, yeah. So I needed to see. So I started getting all of the snacks. And I went to school bag full. And I started hustling. I was making like $60 a day. And for a little nigga. What? Hell yeah, yeah. 60 that's... times fucking five. Five days a week at school. That's bread. Hell yeah. Well, look, a lot of niggas yeah, right now. That's what I now. Bread. Look, <laughs> I, start, I start you know hustling. I start hustling so much. I hated spring break. I hated mm. summertime. Because you knew that was that was gonna run you low. Was my, yeah, it yeah. was my flip. So and I started do I started to do that. And I, mm. and I just started establishing relationships. And what that helped me do was because I was always with the niggas that they consider cool. I played mm. like playing basketball, right, right. niggas that could fight and niggas that get girls. Mm-hmm. Those are the niggas who sit in the back of the school bus right, where right. we at. Mm-hmm. But I started noticing like all the niggas that you would consider corny or kind of dork or backpack or weirdos. They was the niggas always had money on time, mm-hmm. never asked to borrow my snacks, right. pay for it on time. But all the niggas in the back, they want to they want to borrow something, they want to hold something. Right. And that really made me appreciate every single crowd as, as a businessman. And I always been doing good business since that. That's crazy that you you picked that up at an early Fairly age, sad, man. Because all the weirdos was like, right. they just they, they're not looking for no favor. They're not looking to hustle you. They're just looking to do good business. Yeah. That but that has to come from. Uh, something else in your family too, or just to kind of that oh, that click. Yeah, really, like, you were, yeah. you were the first. Yeah, like nobody owned the business in my family. Wow. And, uh, nobody. Uh, nah, like some some stuff. Like don't get it twisted. Like my parents did a hell of a job. Of like they raised. I got great morals from my parents. Got you. Okay. But as far as like you know the business side, like you I didn't really, see, see you didn't see your, like really your pops working that. from. Like, but, but I mean, but that's still kind of tie good morals tie tie into good business. Of course. You know what I mean? Because you know, look a nigga in the eye. You mm-hmm. know, my pops taught me shit like that. You know. My pops taught me, you know, never run from nobody, which is why I say that line on Sway. Mm. Um, I hated playing tag as a young and mm. fuck, I look like running from a nigga. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's like, you I know caught what I'm that one. Like, it's like that type of stuff goes into business, you know what I'm saying? Like standing your ground, being solid, you know, don't, you know, being up front with somebody, yeah. don't bullshit them. You know, those are morals that you learn from your parents. Man's man then, shit. And then I turned it into the business with my footwork because, mm. you know, I got ADD, damn near. I can't sit still. So um, that just, you know, ties into working and getting money, bro. That quick. Quick question. Um, well, not quick question. I want you to talk about the situation because uh, we've been seeing over the last few years where Wayne has been going having problems with the cash money. You signed the cash money, and then you had some problems with the with them pulling your music down and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, kind of give some perspective to that because do you think it's a it's just a cash money thing? Do you think do you? And then also I want to talk touch. On, I don't know what your specific situation is, which you can address right now. But um, I know that Wayne and Wayne is a good guy. Like mm-hmm. I like I had a lot of a lot of interactions with him back in the day, yeah. and he's a really good dude. And I just wanted to see him really prosper out of the situation. Yeah. How do you feel about the whole cash money and them doing the artist this the way that I guess it goes? I mean, I like one from the start. Like I grew up on cash money. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like when I told you about DMX and shit. Like if you think that's right there, that Rough Riders Cash Money tour mm-hmm. was like that's right when I started paying attention. So, yeah. um. When I came into the situation, you know, um, you know, everything was good, you know what I'm saying? And then I always Wayne is one of my top ten rappers of all time. So I but I never that. really got to vibe with him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? With that, cause just out of respect, like I, I seen him, I seen them niggas in the same parking lot. I never really settled up to him a few times, but it was just always awkward, you know what I'm saying? So on that end, I, I, what it looks like is that Wayne is saying that they owe him some bread. So I don't really know that situation, but with mine with yours, yeah. With mine, you know, and you know, Money Man was there too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Money Man. Um but uh, with the I was I've been there for a year now, and um, I just felt like 
I deserved a little bit more. You know, when you get to a label, it's like you still got to act independent. Like, I'm not really looking. I'm not really looking for nobody to throw me nothing. Like, no handouts. You know, no, I don't need no handouts. But everybody know, you know, I hustle. I record myself. I get my own beats. I, w- I was on a sold out tour with Black and Sabrina Claudio. You know what I'm saying? Want to talk about that too? You know what I mean? Got myself on that tour. The label didn't put me on that tour. Wow. Keep in mind that tour was sold out, and not like how niggas be lying and saying it's sold out. This shit was really sold the fuck out, and no tickets available. No tickets Only in Salt Lake City That was the only one Where it was not sold out For a little minute But that shit was still Packed the fuck out Gotcha So um, I felt like I was just doing So much on my own You know um, But like I, like I said It's not like It's a situation where With Wayne Where he's saying that They, they owe, owe him money. Right right don't owe me anything like, gotcha. When we first did our business Honestly He gave me what was In my contract You know you know, upfront type stuff, but mm-hmm. I felt like what should have been provided after that, you know, I didn't receive, and so I mean, that's why you know you see the music down and stuff because um, professionally, I was just like, yo, I don't, I don't want to be here if if we're not gonna work and it's not gonna be any type of communication, you know, let's go our separate ways, and then that's where the issue with the music came with the down. music and, and they and pull I, and up I, and our lawyers are working out like what the number is gonna be for me to be released, and, and you know, I'm cool with that because I'm not really a guy that can sit around and. Um, and it's still much respect to Bird because he did, you know, try to give somewhat of an opportunity. Like once again, I don't know if, if it, because his loyalty is always going to be the Wayne to me. I think you know, I mean, that shit is day one. So, um, it seemed like they're getting cool, and maybe they trying to clean house and collect. You know what I mean? And, what they can for him? I don't know, but right, but then right. again, that lies with no communication. Is bad at least at least say something. Yeah, you know what I mean. I always, you know, what I mean that's one thing I felt like Bird always understood about me is I didn't hold back on anything. Like I always talk direct. Regardless of how much money a person I've been in rooms with all the top niggas So none of that shit ever fazed me And I've always, like I said Like when niggas see me in Atlanta And they see my chrome I8 Or they see me in the Sprinter I bought all that shit before my deal yeah. And everybody in the city knows that about me They know I bought my studio They know I bought all my cars They know, you know what I'm saying Like, And I don't know floss and shit It's just that I made sure that before I did any deal That niggas know, oh, this was me before and after my deal mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And, and, and he, all, he also knows that That shit was never about the bread for me I just I respect I respected what they created and um I felt like I could make a change and also add to their legacy. Yeah. And once I felt like, you know, that communication wasn't there, I was like, yo, I'm not really I'm not trying to sit around and pretend like I'm out here doing interviews and niggas ask me, yo, what's up with right, I ain't about like, to be lying, but right. I'm also not about to down talk you and before I ain't got nothing good to say about you, I'll go my separate way. I think that's 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 a a, a great way to play that's it too. A great way to like, look at it. That, yeah. you you gotta you gotta respect that shit at the end yeah. of the day. So yeah. for for you, what was that? What was the first signs for you to say, okay, look? Because I can only imagine being in that situation and, and like yeah. you said, you got ADD. Like, hey, yeah. nigga, like, what's up? It was a couple signs, man. It was a cu- I dropped four projects in a year. Damn, I did too soon when I first signed. Then I did two weeks notice, which was a project I did in fourteen days. <laughs> but I, I titled it two weeks no this, but like notice, like a wordplay. It was like I, I was gonna record for fourteen days and just put it out. And then I did Better Safe Than Sorry And then I did After The Heartbreak And so I got just I just got no support Besides Bird posting Two of them on Instagram And um, You know I just I just expected a little bit more Effort from the You know And I I did my job I went to the label You know Met everybody You know what I'm saying Met the marketing person The radio person The promotion person The A&R Like I'm getting the same you know, no movement from everybody. Gotcha. And now, is yeah. it is it is it literally no movement, or is it like, yeah, yeah, we got you, we'll do something, and no contact, or both. is it like both, nothing, both, both. And but and before I be sitting here blaming people and right. saying like nobody, you can't do nothing wrong to me. Right. You know what I mean, like if I, if, you know, fool me once, fool me twice. Like yeah, I only, I only need a certain mm-hmm. amount right. of. I could peep the energy and uh, my nigga, it ain't that hard, bro. We yeah. gonna work. We gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So I mean I ain't I ain't as big as, you know, blase blah, but I didn't did a I didn't did a lot of more numbers on my end. Niggas look up my numbers, that's why everybody know what time it is. Yeah. When um I'm able to go on tour and bring my crowd yeah. and or you go on Spotify, you go look up the real numbers on SoundCloud, like without all that artificial shit niggas be acting. Right, my right. shit is official. Crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, no algorithms and <laughs> cheat codes. <laughs> my, all my shit is official. You know what I'm saying? That, that's why you'll see artists like and people ask all the time, like you like I only got like a little over a hundred thousand on Instagram, but it's like Nice little stunt, man. I like yeah, that. Fuck like, that. That's a stunt. Nah, nah, but, but, but you'll see, like, my, I, I can get the same comments as a lot of these motherfucking mm. niggas and girls that got over 500,000, allegedly. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, 
you should be able to see that feedback. Right. You know what I mean? Or people talking like, like you know, so I'm averaging a certain amount of comments, not just with the likes or not just with however they make it seem with the followers and shit. So I study so much on that type of stuff, bro. And that shit is important. So how, how was it that you said you set up your own situation getting on, on the tour of Black and, and mm-hmm. for them to not being on there no more? How did, what, what the fuck is that about? If uh, you were the one that set it up, how would they have something to do with that? Or do you, who, the label? Yeah. Or do you think that has, is there a One on the Black tour... Wait, 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 you asking what, like what? what the, the black, black the black tour, right? I thought it was a situation where you got pulled off of that. Yeah, I left, I left on my last show I did there was in Detroit. Okay. So you, but, walk, you walked off on your own? Uh, it was, it was some confusion between like, okay. uh, between our camps. Okay. And, um. That's it's separate from the delay. Well, that had nothing yeah, to do with Yeah, it was an issue with the buses and oh, my manager okay. who owned, my, um, my old manager who owned the bus for that. And like, it was a little confusion. Um, I mean, like honestly, like I don't have no issue with Black. Like okay. it's still love. Like gotcha. I still appreciate like what he did. You know, what I'm saying it ain't no smoke. I wouldn't. I don't got nothing bad. I even addressed it on the song before. Got you. Um, just like I appreciate what happened. And really, like honestly, if I was him, I probably would have did it sooner. Like mm-hmm. we probably would have parted ways sooner because wow. of the way the way that shit was going. I didn't blame him at all. It wasn't nothing that I did personally to him. It just was something wasn't right on his end from my side. Got you. Got you. And, um. I just never really fully spoke on it like that, you know what I'm saying? Because you know it's like a cold. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's supposed not, to be a cold. What happens on tour stays on tour. Got you, got you. Got um, but I was just making sure, just di- differentiating that that didn't have anything to do with the label situation. Nah, was, they didn't put me on it. Like, well, how you gonna take me? That's on? what I was asking. Like, you, you did the whole, you did your work yourself. <laughs> like, put me on it. Yeah, gotcha, there, is, there was no support. You know, you know, you know, contracts like you have a tour budget, right? Right. So you would, in a perfect world, my nigga, you would expect the label to call you one day. Hey, yo. You know, Drake and Wayne going on tour. You're gonna be open to act. You got 17 minutes, mm-hmm. and then we'll give you the budget for it. Mm-hmm. Cool, but if, since that's not happening, and then I go get myself on a sold out tour on my own with my own little team that I started with, and then y'all still don't support it. Mm-hmm. You basically telling me, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like we slick not fucking with you. You on your own? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up the the Wayne and Drake thing because there was some shit with the Drake and Quentin Miller and you had to kind of like <laughs> you kind of had to like what, lean a little back away from that situation because yeah, I mean there was some I'm confusion on, about you writing some of Drake shit <laughs> with Quentin or how did that work out because I don't I'm not I don't know that's what I'm, I'm literally what? asking as what? a spectator what uh, you you were were you co-writing on some of the songs with Quentin for the Drake shit or like no okay okay no. I just I'm just asking for clarification because no. I don't know no um that confusion happened because Quentin, the whole Quentin, Meek, and Drake shit was going on. Yeah. The, really, the first song that came out was Man in My City that me and Quentin did. That's the So right when that shit was going on, me and Quentin dropped it on Worldstar. Mm-hmm. And so that, it, it kind of seemed like there was some type of response and people always kind of A response like, to... A response. To- People were treating it like that in the comments because they was, you know, they were saying what they wanted to say from it. But I, I had, I've never even worked with Drake before. Got you. I've never worked with Drake before. So, but I mean, but you know, people go out there like. A lot of like even me, me and Quentin, I saying, but everybody stills like you know what I'm saying. And I saying Drake is an incredible artist. Like you know, what I mean, he's another nigga in my top list too. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Vlad had asked me that he was like, "Yo, it was allegations that you," but no, I didn't. I had nothing. That was Quentin's situation. And however, that happened. You know, I know some shit behind scenes that a lot of people didn't admit, but that ain't my business. How he told the story is how this how it was told. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, but um, I, I done got thousands of artists that people hear. Me, me and Quentin gonna created so many flows mm. that niggas use, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and do you okay? So you saying you and Quentin yeah. created the flows that so many people use? Do you yeah. think they've heard the flows and of then course. used them after? Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you All mean? Right, <laughs> He's like, yeah. they stole that shit, bro. We don't got, bro. I don't got. I mean, I don't ghostwrite though. Mm-hmm. So if Quentin was, you know, he want to do stuff like that, or other artists want to do, I don't fuck with that ghostwrite. Ghostwriting means that you're gonna use something that I did and not give me credit for it, pay me under the table. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not doing no shit. Like unless I'm, unless you're gonna throw me crazy money out the ass, you're not giving me no damn. Define mo- crazy money out the ass. It's gonna have you have to pay me a whole lot. I want my. I want Give my, me a dollar amount. I want my writing fee. I want my feature fee. On top of that, I want to multiply that by ten because no one's gonna know I did it. You never get the credit. And for even it. if even if you don't, even if it's not ghostwriting, and give me my credit. It still don't matter. Why these kids don't give a fuck? They don't give a fuck at all. Because the streaming platforms are not letting you know who wrote what. Right. They don't even give a fuck no more. No. A lot of times, I mean, y'all took away the book. Yeah. They don't even put. They don't even put away the digital. Yeah, they don't do the digital book. Right. No yeah, more. So digital like, booklet. I remember yeah, it's like like the plaques I got. Like people wouldn't know unless I 
because I put it on Instagram and I had to tell him like, oh, you know, I did work on Travis Scott last album that went platinum and, you know, me and my producers was on XXX on last album that just went gold. Question like, mark? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like no, 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 the one before that. Oh, okay. I was one. I like that. The, the, the one before that, yeah. where he like really breaks down suicide. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like niggas won't know that unless we say it. I don't. I don't do ghost. Why do Why do you think that Why do you think that ghost riding is so frowned upon in hip hop? Just from your perspective as an MC. Well, nah. It's just. It's just that when you want to be considered one of the top artists, they don't want to see that you're getting written for. Mm. That, that's all because there's a lot of artists you know that get written for all day long at mm -hmm. the top. But if you want to get put in that like Elite. you know Biggie and Pac and shit, they want you to be doing all of your writing. So let me ask you this then: What and would I, happen? What would happen to the infrastructure of hip hop if Biggie, from whatever we found a diary, you know, some, uh, somebody was writing all my shit. Pac, somebody was writing all my shit. Um, nah, somebody was writing on my shit. Jay, he, Jay did a documentary, uh, Netflix documentary today, and was like, you know what? Uh, Miff and Jazz O been writing my shit for the last twenty years. Yeah. What would that do to the infrastructure of hip hop, in your opinion? Oh, he said, oh, oh my. I mean, a, a couple of things. One, it'll change. It'll it'll change. It'll would it be a big it, thing now? It'll give the young niggas way more ammo because mm -hmm. they, they... They'd be like, see? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I think it is going to be what it is because, like, it, if you can play a situation right, like, Drake bounce back was ridiculous. Like, I didn't yeah. like, see this. I done did, man, way back to KRS-One and the bridge is over. Like, this is I done went back to all of those beefs, but that nigga, I've never in my life seen... Like even with Fifty and Ja Rule, like Drake right now has the best victory I've ever seen. Oh, one hundred percent. Period. From right. the win standpoint to um, hit record, Grammy. Yo, yeah. like oh, boy. like I literally still on the Billboard when he dropped right. Revenge, I went to two of the shows. He had a merch shirt that said Revenge. I know. He turned that shit into merch. He made a fucking tour out of that shit. Like he tried to destroy that man, bro. And then he it, it kills me that the nigga goes and says Free Meek on stage. Like, yeah. Nigga like, <laughs> so how you gonna head on that? God damn. It's like a nigga just strategized right. hey, you know so what? perfect, right. bro. Like, I fuck with Drake for that reason because yeah, Drake crazy. is like one of them people who, like, you, he's too nice to you. Right. And like, he just nigga. he just fucked your girl but then apologized. <laughs> yeah. Like, ain't this a bitch? Yeah. Like, he nah, fucked your girl, yeah, then he apologized right. and buy you a Bentley. Yeah, yeah, like, come yeah. on, man. Like, get the what fuck you, out of here, dog. He did, he did it. Whoever him and his team, like, Kudos. That's that's a mean victory right there. Right. So so going back to the whole situation, if you had to put a, a number on it, how complete is the the separation between you and Cash Money at this point? Do you feel like it's oh uh, like like right right now as a standpoint where our lawyers are like figuring out what I'm gonna have to pay to get released because like I said I don't got the situation like Wayne got you what he's saying they, like I said they all, like, like 50 million bird, crazy yeah, shit yeah. 46 million dollars something like that Bird doesn't <laughs> owe me shit right right I'm, so, not, I'm not doing this to make it seem like oh cash money owe me right of course they don't course. owe me shit right. if anything technically I owe them yeah yeah. you know what I'm saying so that's really what I'm going through you know what I'm saying so it ain't um it ain't no smoke in that department gotcha. you know what I'm saying and um but you know I, I just wanted to be able to work with those greats and I know I can because like I said I we know I know I done been a part of niggas albums mm -hmm. and seeing people I know these niggas be hearing this shit bro. Right, I ain't no course. I ain't no fool because I done got props from big artists and then I done got props props from big artists behind the scenes like yo we you know I ain't want you to screenshot this or nothing right right, right you right, know right. what I mean but like I, like how I connected with Travis Scott was he was at he was coming he was on tour I had a song called Chase and on his Snapchat, he just he was playing my shit. Damn. And just went and was like chasing money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody sent it to me. And damn. I was like, I was like, damn, a nigga. And then he tweeted it. it. Right, right. And then he tweeted it. And I was, and, but I already know niggas be listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I dealt with that with like when like when Bryson dropped Trap So That's another one of my dogs that I did a song with early. Um, shout out to uh, Bryson. But when I dropped. Um, my Before the Heartbreak album a little bit after that and Bryson was on it. I was the only person with like a Bryson Tiller feature at that time. And a lot of people were like, oh, you know, um, yo, this is dope, man. Like I got a lot of people, as it was getting big, people were just like, um, cause I, I had a song on there where I sampled 112 and like Q and Slim and them like shouted me out and just showed love. Like, I didn't trip about the sample or nothing. And um, they were like, yo, man, this is dope, man. That new Trap Soul sound. I'm just like, y'all niggas don't really know. Like if you look at Bryson Tiller first interview, uh, I think it was on Billboard or one of them shits. He shouted out me and Kalani first, like before wow. he was, his album even came out. 
Damn. You know, I spoke to Bryson way before his trap song even dropped. I didn't know what his shit was going to be. Mm-hmm. So the fact that people go do shit like that, not even knowing my song TLC that people were saying sound like it's a trap song thing, that shit was out for two years. You was fucking with Bryson. Yeah, I, I hit 10 million plays on, on SoundCloud on my own before that shit even came out. So it was just like, nigga, and, you know, and then I, I see like, you know, somebody like as big as Travis Scott. I'm like, damn, or Kaylani done played my shit on um, Husnat. One time I asked her, she was like, oh, no, Bryson put me on the shit. And it's like, I know motherfuckers be listening, bro. They know they do. Damn. So they, they, they got to find an inspiration. Let me ask you this because we got, I, I know we got a signal. We got to wrap up. But yeah. what the fuck is up with Bryson Tiller and cameras? And he don't yeah. come out in the daylight and he don't like showing his face. It's, uh, what the fuck is that about? Because I think we did a show and it was yeah. the same thing. It has a, a lot of lights. I know, but that. That, I'm a, that he would have to explain. Story. That. Yeah, okay. I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But you just brought him up. I was like, yeah, man, nah, I've been meaning yo, to Bryson ask. Bryson is a really good dude. Yeah. Man, that nigga cool as hell, bro. Super humble, super gifted. You know, he's another nigga that I knew was gonna win. Like when we did our record, we both did. He did that shit so fast. Like he recorded himself too. Because we've sat down and going. we've done. Like he came to Big Boy. He said he ain't want to be in front of camera. And he don't want to do no pictures, no camera. Like what the fuck? But, like but, how do you, you know, interact with you, your? But you know, I love Bryson for that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's like it's a mistake. Can you imagine a nigga that went platinum like that? Without features on his album, right? He didn't do the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He didn't do none of that shit, bro. Right. He didn't do no publicity. It was if you want to see an artist right now that came out and it was strictly about music and no gimmicks and not here. To, I'm not Bryson here to play. I'm not here to do all alert and shade room with you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even in a relationship unless it's my daughter. That's all he promoted: fatherhood and good music. Mm-hmm. And he ch- created his own genre to the people. Touche. Trap I mean, if, if that nigga want to be on camera and all that, I mean, oh, I, I feel you. But yeah. it's like if he don't have to, right, right. Then no, no, I got it. But I'm just he, talking he, about he, like he has a personal reason why he's not doing that. It's not no funny style shit. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Bryce. I just good, wanted to know that because I'm like, we we had booked him for a show, and yeah. he came and did the show, yeah. but it's like, well, he got to perform. You know, yeah. and he don't want lights or like what the fuck. And then to the average person, like, that, we that, gotta see you, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, like you not light skin. About to say that, that to the average person or the fan or whatever that that thinks that that it can be spent. It's oh, he's yeah. being a diva or some bullshit. Yeah, nah, Bryson ain't no diva, bro. Bryson, good people, bro. Yeah. Humble as cool as hell. Even we had a situation where his team went and snatched down the song that we had. Wow. And then he hit his lawyer up like, nah, let's try redo his thing. That's dope. And then trip. Yeah. So I'm always gonna love a nigga like that. Like that's solid. He don't gotta do that. It could be, you know what I mean, but I knew that that's type of shit you don't get in this industry, bro. Like he was at a point where he was like one of the top. That was when Trap Soul was like, <laughs> Boom. you couldn't go right. on a girl page without seeing his picture as their background, right? So you know, um, but yeah, it's a it's a reason why. All right, like, I just wanted to know that. It, part ain't, of- it ain't no funny scene. Right. He, he like niggas to right. be authentic. Right. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, cause yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, nah, you right, you I'm right. a real yeah. authentic. Yeah. For, I mean, yeah, if you yeah. probably can tell, I'm yeah. really like yeah. that shit is trash, yeah, or yeah. I'm that guy. So it's like I usually want that kind of interaction. Like. That's why I relate that shit to the school bus, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't sit in the back. Mm-hmm. Bet. And, and, and you got to really... Bet. Gotta, sometimes you got to sit in the front and realize how cool them niggas really are in the front. They just weirdos. Mm-hmm. Bet. And everybody not going to be, you know what I mean? Like, me and Quentin get along, but we to- we opposite people. Like, that nigga quiet as shit. Yeah. You know, he ain't really with all that confrontation. But me, like, I'm a little aggressive. I'm yeah. a little louder. With the yeah, smoke. I'm a little, I'm a little yeah. confident. That's how he is. I don't yeah. let no nigga touch me. You know what I mean? So people already know that about me. Right. But it's like, that don't mean that I couldn't kick it with a Quentin or a Bryson. They're, they're kind of like, you know, passive aggressive maybe. Well, Chuck Dizzle was a weirdo, and I kick it with him. I fuck with them weirdo right. niggas. Exactly. Me too. I fuck I'd rather with be around them niggas than the niggas I grew up with. Exactly. Me too. I don't hang out with any nobody I grew up with. that money. And weirdo was just the term and cool is just the that's just the quote unquote. Well, see out here in LA, we have a term we because we, we from we from Carson. Me and Chuck both from okay, Carson. Okay. That's we on, we I'm from the east side. So Wait, where's Carson at? Where's that? Carson is like the suburb of Compton. Oh, okay, okay. It's okay, like okay, okay. it's next. It's in between Compton and Long, Long Beach. Beach. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. In theory, geographically speaking, yeah, yeah. but we we got this shit in the city called the East Side. You've been coming out here once a year. So no, the one, month, I mean month. once a month. Yeah. I'm sorry, once a month. So we got this shit called the 110 Freeway. I know we're gonna okay. wrap up right now, Sparkle. Okay. Um, we got the 110 Freeway where yeah. you know where LA Light, where the Stable Center is. Okay, okay, okay. It's that freeway right next to it okay. that separates kind of the city from the east side okay. and the west side. Okay. The east side is a little bit more grimy. It's like okay. Kendrick, YG. Yeah. Um, who else was from the east side? Shit, had to come on. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. Yeah, and then yeah. the, the west side is where the money is over here yeah, on this okay, side. Okay. Flashy people, you know. Yeah. You got a tie and DJ Mustard and <laughs> yeah. Nipsey. It's like yeah. fr- fresh fly shit, right? Yeah. So on the east side, it's like. 
it's a little different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. our thing is, I'm like he's he's a weirdo, but we yeah. was not like that. Not that on the yeah. West Side, yeah, we call him West Side Weirdo. We call him West Side oh, Weirdos, okay, like the Fairfax okay. and like yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we yeah. we we would call him West Side Weirdos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. just to you know some LA <laughs> shit for you to know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so what, what's one thing you want to make sure that that we always ask this before the year ends? You want to make sure that this particular thing happens. Uh, me get the fuck out that di- my deal, gotcha. you know, and get the fuck out the deal. Not just get out. Not to be confused with just, just getting get out. out of the deal. Yeah, nah, just, just, get fuck the fuck, just get the fuck out on good terms. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to go my way because I know what I'm gonna do. You know, because right before I did that, my album, my album was charting on Apple Music. Bad. I was in the top and they pulled all that no shit promo- down. No promotion, no help from my label. Like I'm, I'm up there with all the top niggas. I'm seeing all the big artists a few paces behind me on the chart shit. So it's like I know what I can do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and I did features with only niggas that I consider bros on that project. You know what I mean? Like Eric Bellinger, KK, Shout out to Eric, the Res Deshaun, like these niggas that I fuck with. You know, homies. Like yeah. I, I, I never paid for no feature before. That's what's so, up, you bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what that shit. Get is the about. fuck out right. his deal. Right. Oh, last yeah. question. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, if you do get the fuck out your deal before the year's up, where would you like to go? I'm not signing to nobody. Ooh, nothing. Straight no. up, just I'm not signing to niggas no more. Ever for what? The environment. Ever the, for what? There's all no right. reason. And, 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 like, you said, all your money yourself, bro. Easy. Bro. If you had to sign a deal, where would you go? Just just seeing how the teams play, like in terms of like, if I had labels, to sign yeah. a deal, if you had to sign a deal after Cash Money, where would you go? Nah Nope mm, I ain't doing it Alright bet <laughs> Nah especially not through somebody else The worst thing an artist can do Is sign to somebody That has a joint venture With the major label Do Man. not do that Go straight to the label Fuck no yeah If you if you do But even then I wouldn't do it mm, Bet Hell nah bro these, no, these motherfuckers Not doing good business Dude Like what's the odds Of you being cool with somebody Till you die Yeah Cause, cause your music is forever uh, Your music is forever Yeah that's what happens You sign it It's good for three years mm-hmm. Then it's like bro Like you, you mean it So once that label Say that label falls off Or they switch people That means you gotta check And expect that They're not robots bro They're human mm-hmm. They get the check After they distribute your album They get the check Then they cut you the check How you know they're not Skimming off of it mm. You mean to tell me I gotta trust this person That they, they not going through Something at the time Where they gotta do A little something grimy Wait wait Say that again How you know you gonna be Cool with somebody Until you die so Your music is forever bro No no I know your that Your music will never said, stop though, right? making, Even if it's making 25 cents a day mm. To 25,000 a day I just wanna write that down that's that means that you're always expecting the worst thing you can do in this industry is set someone else up to pay you. Mm. That's the dumbest shit on earth. That's the only thing that saved me right. was paying myself because I trust myself. Yeah. But when you start letting the label distribute all your shit, my nigga, you got to really trust them to do what they're supposed to do. Well, I think now it's like we've seen people thrive off of that. Before it was it was really unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Prior Beyond to unheard of. You see all these damn success stories, right, bro. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? I see state property and all the yeah, Rockefeller right, niggas right. like on a breakfast club talking about, yo, we wasn't getting money. We was just we was just in the cars and having a good time and we never got paid for shows. Like they was keeping it. What? Right, right. Complete. And these are street niggas. Right. Yeah. Man, you should know better. Like, these are street niggas that was like wouldn't let you touch their chain, but nigga, that's worse. Right, right. Yeah. Shit is worse. Like when the locks was arguing with Diddy over the phone. Yeah. Jada was like, yo, this I, I want to kill for it because it's like nigga it's like yeah y'all dropped the album with him but y'all can't see it because now y'all don't get along and it's like damn I know I just said fuck you but yo how much did we make this right one? damn it's awkward now yeah my nigga why would you set anybody up to pay you right I'm paying myself and if I do something with somebody it's gonna be to a point where we're only doing one situation well maybe like a single one, or just one project one project at a time and I'm monitoring the distribution it's not gonna be nothing where you pay me no we're gonna get that shit out the middle and split it, how we do our split but you're not you're not paying me I'm never letting another nigga pay and I never did yeah, even with cash money hey, man, I never I, set up for them to pay hey me. bro I like where your head is at and I like how passionate you are you gotta about be, it. I mean, bro. I, you know real, what I'm saying bro. I got one more question I'm gonna ask you off air though so we gonna get oh, back okay. sorry Reed man we appreciate you coming on hey bro, bro for real it's love it's homegrown yeah, radio Chuck Dizzle DJ Head and we about West Coast 100.